Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast, we're going to be talking about your feedback about Episode 4 of Secret Invasion, Beloved. All that right after this. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Ashley Coffin. Hey, Ashley. How you doing today? Good. Back on a Monday. Yeah. It's just been chaos the last two, and then we got knocked out with a storm. Mm -hmm. I had no internet. It was just crazy. Yeah, that was nuts. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we we were supposed to record always Monday mornings or whatever, Monday afternoon, something like that. And uh, you had a crazy storm, and we were like waiting on you to get your internet back, and just never came back the whole day. Verizon, they were like, 9.30 p.m., it'll be back. And I was like, okay, well, let's try to shoot. I can do that. Let's shoot for that. And then 9.30 came around, and I never got a message. I mean, we didn't get it back until the next morning. This is uh, the problem with moving slightly further out from the city. You know what I mean? Like, the, oh my god, first yeah. week. Yeah, I know. Well, and it's it's not only that it gets knocked out, but it's like you're just less priority when you're in the city. Like all those grids are so like intertwined that like oh, all the hospitals are closed and all this. So, like if the power's out, they gotta get, they just get around and fix it. But the further you are out of that radius of the city, the more the longer it takes. I've like I've been living in the city for. 15 years or whatever and i've never been without power for more than like two hours it's just always right back wow on. well we not even that because we we're on the same grid as our subway station because the mm. subway was right next to us in the city so if we would lose power it was for 15 seconds wow <laughs> yeah and now since i've been here we lost power for a day internet for two days and had a tornado warning and i'm like what <laughs> take me back to the city <laughs> right you're like i didn't know i moved to kansas or whatever <laughs> i know uh, well, then somebody said that the uh, that the tornado alley is shifting and is coming more up towards our area. Ooh, I did not. And I, I was like, oh, I have a bucket list to see a tornado. You've never seen one. I've never actually physically. Seen. I've seen like water sprouts when we've mm-hmm. been in like the Keys and stuff, like out on the and the sea, and I've seen them start to come down, mm-hmm. like what could possibly be a tornado. And I was in like the south, but uh, no, I've never actually seen a tornado. I've seen a few down here. In the South, uh, and just, wow. just, it's, it's Alabama, man. They, they happen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we've had a few really bad ones. Uh, I'm sure. Like a just column of tornadoes just destroy a couple towns and stuff. It's wild stuff. We had that one hit New Jersey last year or the year before. Mm. That was crazy. Yeah, it's wild. Weather. All right. Well, now that we're done talking about the weather, how boring are we? Goodness. <laughs> we're so old. We moved, we moved away from the city and suddenly we're talking about like children and 
uh, <laughs> weather. Yeah, I have and... groundhogs that visit me now. I'm like this Ooh. old lady out there. Like, I took peaches out to leave for the deer because I have a family <laughs> of deer that come through. I'm like, oh my God, I love it. That's great. That's fun. <laughs> Well, uh, we got a bunch of feedback uh, for this episode four. A bunch. A of bunch. Feedback. And we appreciate everybody sitting in, and we're going to get through as much as we can. We'll try to go kind of quickly and uh, see what we can do here. Um, let's see. Up first, we have Niche, one of our patrons, says, Hey, Matt, Jeff, Ashley, and or any guest panda who is hanging out today. <laughs> Rody was noticeably hmm. snarky in this episode, even before the mirror wipe scroll reveal. Which makes me think that he has switched out right before this property. Or maybe they switched him out when Rhodey came to Europe to speak in front of the UN. I like that. If the scroll who is undercover as Rhodey had any shades of gray, that might be different. But what we got was a snarky black and white, no shades of gray, just a straight bad dude. I just can't imagine Marvel would undermine Rhodey's character development with Tony by saying that throughout the entire story, uh, throughout the entire history of the MCO, he wasn't actually Tony's friend. He was this mustache-twirling villain instead. Let me know what you think. Later's Gators. I mean, I think Nietzsche knows what I think, and I agree with him 100%. Like, that, you cannot do that to Rhodey. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think they will undo much of what we saw with Tony. I think that's probably sacred ground, I guess. Um, yeah. And it does really like affect that relationship so much. And he's right. Before, like we had, we had speculated in the past, like okay, maybe it's maybe it's Rhodey. Maybe it's never been Rhodey. It's always been a scroll, but it's been like a scroll who was actually like the character we knew as Rhodey. Like he's he was genuine. He was like a a good dude, kind of like Talos. He's like been on the side of the humans, but he's. A, a scroll like that was a possibility but yeah this this yeah. scroll hey who knows could have been a scroll at different points could have been like uh could have been different scrolls. exactly could have been a nice scroll at one point and then this uh new scroll took over the thing is i don't know i'm trying i'm trying to decide whether i think this one's a mustache twirling villain or not like i think i definitely see why niche says that i do think he's like a cheener <laughs> cheenery a scenery chewing um, character. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's good. Like, that's, uh, that, that, that works. Was, I did. I, I heard exactly what you said, like meant, and yeah. I didn't, didn't until you laughed, and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't the word. <laughs> it was cute word. It's one of those like good portmanteaus that may, maybe we could just call it chinerying. Chinerying. Um, <laughs> really... Scrodies and chineries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scrody really got some traction this week. I liked it. It really did. Great job, Haley. <laughs> Oh man. Um so I think that was I think it was Jeff. I think it was Jeff. I think. During oh, I the- thought he said that Haley messaged him in the morning oh, and just said Scrody. You're right, you're right. He did say that. That's great. That's great. Um <laughs> so yeah. See, I listened to the cast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, th- I can't remember. I thought he was saying that she said it was funny that he said that on the instant cast. I don't remember. Maybe oh, I'm I wrong. might be, like I said, I might be wrong. Yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> I'm never right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> we did a, uh, did you include that one feedback saying I'm never right? I didn't. I didn't know how you wanted to handle that. Oh, we that. can just read it. It's fine. I, I, okay. I, I feel, yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm down with it. I'm down with it. I'm, he's totally right. 
Um, You're better than me. I can't. I can't do that stuff. I can't give them energy. I'll just forever say I like Multiverse of Madness for the next five years. Yeah, that's how I handle it. Passive aggressive. (laughs) Um, But okay, back to the scrody of it all. Uh, I do think Niche is right that like this version of the scroll. The thing is, I the thing about him being a mustache twirling villain, I'm not sure. Like he definitely has his moments in this episode, and the one particular that I'm thinking is when he's like sitting in the car while all those people are dying, and he doesn't seem concerned at all. You know, like he's just like, not yeah, at I'm all. chilling. He's not joining the fight on either side. You know, like he's not even like fighting with the scrolls to help protect his people. You know, uh, yeah. I feel like this scroll is likely, uh, as I've said in the past, I think this scroll seems like really high on themselves. They seem like 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 when they talk to. Uh, Scylla and talk about like don't you worry about what Gravik needs you do what I say you know like yeah. get a real air of uh, queen yeah yeah could be the queen could be the queen I like that I, I like do, that when I you guys too. said that I do too uh, okay up next Rachel Christine another one of our patrons says hey guys I can't make it to the cast tonight but I have a tiny feedback uh, this was probably supposed to be read on that cast sorry we don't generally collect feedback until the the, uh, the next cast um, I remember a couple episodes back that you guys were talking about Talos's wife still being alive what if she is actually Rody, I almost said Scrody just by like habit now. Um, I would love to uh, hear your thoughts on who she actually is. Check out our last episode. <laughs> yeah, we did talk about that a good bit. I, I do think the Queen is a better call. I do than Soren. Uh, a couple people talk about it being Soren. The problem is. I think Soren's kind of a good guy, right? Like, yeah, I mean, so we think. So we think. I would think so. It would be wild if we found out that, that as I said in our last cast, I don't think we're going to find out it's Soren because if we did, well, okay. I think if we found out it's Soren, it should have been revealed before Talos died. Because right, it's going right. to be weird if we just never got that information while Talos was alive. But counterpoint to myself i could see it being a really emotional punch for um amelia clark's character and her being like right how did you not step in how did you not stop this from happening you let you know my father die you let your husband die. yeah or what if she's like join me join our sides no your father was always against us i'm on your side because i don't know i could see it being yeah really crazy for her yeah i could too but i just think yeah I don't know. It's just not the character we think that character is. Like, we could all be wrong. Maybe she is. We don't really know her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, Except that, you know. Well, she was Maria Hill, I guess. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's just been so weird the way that he talks about her death. It's like, we don't have any information. I feel like, you know, we're this is the Pendulum episode where probably we're going to get a lot of answers to what happened, but you he's mean, just always just like, "Oh, your mom, your mother died." Do you mean well, penultimate? Died. Is that what you're trying to come up with? Yeah. The pendulum episode. The I like pendulum. It. <laughs> did you hear the confidence I said that way? You really did. I was like, I was like, yeah, I guess this could swing the episode wildly in a different direction. Like that's really where my moment. You said it so confidently that I like 
was like, yeah, pendulum episode. I've never heard that term, but sure, it means something. This Things are going to really change. Yeah, directions are going to change. <laughs> just so everybody knows how I breeze through every day of my life. It's just like that. I like it. I like it. Okay, up next, Dylan Frizina, uh, one of our patrons, says, So, now Fury has seen his two closest friends be murdered in cold blood right in front of his face by Gravik. Fury is going to really need to turn it up next episode or I'll be pissed. I understand that there have to be stakes, but this is just ridiculous. Also, I heard you and Jeff discussing about whether or not Scrody, uh, I love how everyone has a different spelling of Scrody, uh, yeah. <laughs> was male. That looks like a certain kind of Scrody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, was male or female. And I think, uh, I think the tell is the way she wrapped the towel around her chest. But who is she? Uh, the million dollar question. Either way, get it together, Nick. <laughs> I agree. I agree about the Nick Fury stuff. And yeah, that was Dash. She had some, you know, scroll bobies. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it, I think we all think that uh, that is a female scroll uh, under the under the scrody. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> look, look at how it's spelled here, <laughs> Schrody. I love it. Yeah, yeah. There's, they're always always different. I love them. But yeah, Dylan. Uh, I don't even know if Nick needs to like. Yes, he needs to respond. He needs to like win the day. He needs to pull out being Nick Fury and show that he is more than just an army of scrolls. You know, he needs to do something big. I think. Mm-hmm. He needs to call somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would that would be good. Uh, but also, he just like I need to see his reaction. You know what I mean? Like, I don't feel like we really got a f- strong reaction about Maria Hill, which, like, Mm-mm. you know. He's used. He's a soldier. He's used to fighting in this great war, and like maybe he he's used to losing people. That's fair, but it it, it just kills me to think that he we haven't really seen him really break down yet. And he had to leave them both of them this like the same Oof, way. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Gravik's just tearing through Fury's people, and this is like because he let Gravik in the door. You know, Gravik mm-hmm. knows all these people, and like. Gravik has been a part of this war on his side, and he just fell. He didn't. He failed Gravik, and now Gravik's coming for him and his people. It's terrible. Oh, it is terrible. But I still think he, Gravik had fear when he stepped on the battlefield, even That's with true. his super scroll powers. So I think we're going to get a showdown for sure. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for the Gaia Gravik showdown, especially yeah. when it comes out that he killed her mother. Uh, that's like if that's what happens. Well, it's it's she already knows that. That's why she switched sides, right? Yeah. At least. Well, he said the team, like the people you work for, killed your mother. I'm pretty sure, right? But I mean, that would be graphic. Yeah, that's still that still be graphic. Would be in charge of that decision, I'm sure. Yeah. Mm. And graphic seems to be the only one that's off killing. He's he's the only one committing scroll on scroll violence. It seems right. like most of the people, like even the people he's working with, like. He's the one who like executes scrolls when they've done the wrong thing he thinks or whatever. So I have a feeling it was Gravik or someone really close to Gravik. Yeah. Up next, another one of our patrons, SG, says, Hi friends, here's a happy Haley theory. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't I, I don't know if that's a rea- the talking about Haley Hobbs or is SG's name Haley? Happy Haley hmm. theory. Okay. 
if Scrody, another great spelling, uh, if Scrody is Soren, then it means they took Rody after Endgame, since we saw Soren alive and working with Talos during FFH. Uh, regarding the fight scene at the end of this episode, did nobody notice the Russians turning into green aliens as they were being killed? Wouldn't the battlefield be covered with dead scrolls? Loving the Secret Invasion content. Love you guys, 3000 SG. Yeah, I mean, I think, th- I would assume that they probably started grabbing the bodies, but they're going to go, somebody saw something, you know? Somebody saw a green alien in this. I don't think this was, like, covered on the news or anything, but at least the, like, detail that's guarding the president definitely knows scrolls are a thing and that they were in part of this attack. There's no way this is, like, going down as a Russian attack, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like they originally planned. I don't know whether it's further down in here or something, because, I mean, I talked to so many people about this stuff, but somebody had said to me, what if Soren was the president? Did you guys talk about that? Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't think we've talked about huh. that, but I have seen that in the feedback somewhere, so maybe we'll get to yeah, it. Yeah, okay. Um, that, okay. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I think that, just in, in a short, in short answer, I think that's a possibility. But I, I don't know. I, w- I wonder if they have the president. It seems like if they had the president, he would be on the council, likely. Right, right. Unless they just did it. Because it doesn't seem like to me that the scrolls can tell who the other scrolls are. Deep undercover. Yeah. Exactly. Like, she's not part of the council. She's had to, like, leave uh, scroll society to go be undercover with humans for real. Um, and as for, yeah, what do you think of that? The fact that, like... We know that it's after Endgame because if if Soren is Rhodey, um, I, I just don't think Soren's Rhodey. I don't That's, think Soren's Rhodey, but I also need it to be after Endgame. So <laughs> yeah, so anything that puts it there is, is good in your book. It's fine, yeah. Because yeah. even if you go back to Winter Soldier, the way that Rhodey's kind of talking to Falcon, it is kind of off. So it's like I wonder if they had this idea or if there was two Rhodeys running around. Because it's like maybe I do. My favorite theory is that when he got to Europe, they snatched him up. I like that one. Uh, wh- now we get to Europe in to to uh in the f- second episode of Secret Invasion to to sit in front of the panel. Oh, interesting. That's possible. Well, that's that's definitely like would make him least scroll for the least amount of time for sure. Right. Well, he, and then being at that Chernobyl, not Chernobyl place, he just is not seems, very healthy for him. <laughs> he just seems to me like he's been undercover a while. Uh, or, right. or she does. The way that the scroll is like performing as Rhodey and the way he's talking to Nick Fury and stuff. Uh, well, I guess I was going to say the way he's talking to Nick Fury seems like a real familiarity with Nick Fury, but the scrolls have familiarity with Nick Fury. I was thinking about how he said, like, right. I DDT'd him from the top rope, under Undertaker style. Like, that seems like someone who has a real personal relationship with Fury. So right. th- maybe that does lean towards Soren, but Far From Home was after Endgame, so, like, this was long yeah. after the blip, so, hmm, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Makes me want to go back and watch Far From Home and see, like, if there's any Where? comments in there that seem like Soren's getting frustrated with Nick not being around or something, you know? Hmm. Of course, we don't find out to the very end. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I didn't even see that coming when I was watching the movie. Not at all, yeah. Really great twist, honestly. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back right after this. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? 
That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay. Up next, Kelly McKim says, Hello, Matt, Jeff, and Ashley. I love this show. I have enjoyed all the Disney Plus shows, but this ranks right up there next to Loki for me. I could comment on all the spycraft, but my major comments are are about scroll anatomy. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Because everybody has like, a lot of people write in and they're like, we'll write in like the same kind of stuff. But I like when someone's like, okay, there's lots of things I could talk about, but here's something weird no one else is talking about. <laughs> talk about their scroties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not that kind of anatomy. That's not what scrody means. <laughs> oh. oh. Well, it depends on how you spell it. <laughs> it does. It does indeed. Uh, uh, she continues uh, in episode four we see talos struggling to hold on to his human form after being shot throughout the series when scrolls die they revert to their original form in the battle at the end of episode four fury takes out several scrolls i would assume that those scrolls revert to their original form with one million scrolls on earth how would they continue to blend in without ever being discovered even though scrolls live longer than humans, it's not conceivable to imagine that they never die or have any injuries that would reveal themselves, especially after seeing that body parts also revert when separated. It makes me think that there has to be a government agency, damage control, or someone responsible for cleaning up their bodies for a long time. Wouldn't mm. there be a large number of people that would be aware of the scrolls because of this? Thoughts on this? Uh, it has bothered me, especially when Fury takes out the Secret Service scrolls earlier in the series. Love you 3000, Kelly. Thanks, mm. Kelly. Well, I, yeah, thanks, Kelly. I do believe that we are supposed to think that the government does know about the scrolls because um, Olivia Coleman's character knows about the scrolls yes and roadie says uh now we know now that he, he is a scroll but uh roadie does say like oh yeah 15 years ago i was briefed about this so like there are we can assume that at least like he's standing there in front of his guards and stuff so like i assume some people do know that this is going on and that this is a real yeah. thing and all of shield would have known it's not like Nick Fury was off the books doing... Well, they do say in this that their only contact is Fury. Right. Like, over but and that, over. Like, didn't, uh, I think, like, to start the Avengers initiative, like, at the end of Captain Marvel, I feel like they're, he, he wasn't in charge back then, right? So we would have to debrief somebody about what was going on and where his eye went, and now he's back from space. Yeah, know? well, it's... I don't know how it works in reality. There's a very common trope <laughs> in, like... Uh, spy media where someone will get a confidential source or like an asset and one single agent runs that asset and they might okay. have some sort of handoff after they die or something we're like hey here's where you here's uh it goes to some this is some you know if you watch like homeland and stuff like that there'll be like an asset that only one agent knows about and like because it protects the asset they're like protecting it's like protecting your confidential sources kind of thing right right okay um so it's possible that fury is literally the only one running all of these scrolls <laughs> which is kind of how they made it sound well colson would have known 
uh, I think you would know they are there, they exist. Right. Uh, but a lot of them seem to know. They seem like they talk about their whispers and their stories, but not necessarily that, like, are they actually working with them directly? Right. So I, th- I think that, like, people know about scrolls, but it's just not that wide knowledge. And it's definitely been kept on, like, the sort of secrets and, like, the, the spy secrets. You know, it's just been kept in spy secret all the now. And, like, there are probably whispers in, like, the, so the same kind of people that, like, uh, Daisy Johnson or Sky was doing uh, when when Agents of Shield started, where she's like, "I know there's these Agents of Shield. I know they're for real or whatever." Um, <laughs> that was how that. Yeah. As for Kelly's feedback about uh, scrolls dying, I definitely think there's cleanup happening. But you also have like a million scrolls that are probably protecting yeah. each other. You know, like mm-hmm. some of them are living in these nuclear sites. And some of them are just protecting themselves in small communities. Others are working in teams and making sure that no one finds out. So if someone dies or someone cuts something off, they're covering for them. Um, And then also they live longer and also they're more uh, stout than normal people. And I would assume if they're older or or infirm or starting to die, they probably go into one of those communities. You know what I mean? That would be my guess for how that's like been able to stay a little more secret. But I do think some people just have found out and they can't keep the secret forever. And it, I think they came during the blip. So it's, you know, it's been a few years. Oh yeah. There's definitely more scientists or agents like the guy from the first episode that uh, Ross's scroll person killed. There's yeah. definitely people who are like figuring it out with their own red string theories. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> those real red string folks are hanging out. Yeah. Uh, okay. Up next, we got Matthew Davis. Hello, Matt, Jeff, and Ashley. The big question we all have, when did this, when did a scroll start impersonating Rhodey? May depend on the other question, when the rest of the million scrolls arrived on Earth. My guess is they arrived during the blip. Earth's population was halved. There was room and resources and identities of deceased people for them to become and blend in. Rhodey was injured during Civil War and was using leg braces to help walk. According to the Marvel Wiki, because I don't have time to rewatch right now, <laughs> when Thanos attacked at the end of Endgame, Rhodey had to eject from his damaged armor and couldn't walk until Scott brought him a spare suit. Hmm. Uh, does it look like Rhodey's using leg braces to walk yeah i was thinking about this and it does not look like it but i didn't yeah it sorry. didn't in the falcon and winter soldier either it and didn't. i was just thinking that wakanda i <laughs> just it was wakanda it that's was the wakanda. answer <laughs> uh well it could be wakanda sorry we're interrupting your feedback there uh matthew but uh it could be wakanda but also like people recover people can recover functionality so like if you're if you're paralyzed sometimes the those leg braces could have been exercise leg braces you know sometimes you can like recover that functionality um uh, my ex was an occupational therapist and literally they put them in big machines that allow them to walk while they're you know doing their thing you know Mm -hmm. because it's been a it's been about what seven years technically man longer than that Longer than that. Because yeah. Civil War, and then Thanos is a couple years later, and then five-year blip, five years and then it's in between. Years later. So almost, almost a decade since he fell. Uh, yeah. So it's very possible he's using a nanobot leg brace under his thing that does has a low profile, or it's very possible that he recovered and now is walking normally. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. After the 
Avengers, uh, continuing Matthew's feedback, after the Avengers reversed the snap and brought everyone back, uh, the scroll had to act fast to capture or eliminate people they were impersonating. In the process, maybe Rhodey found out and was captured before he could let anyone else know. At that point, we get Scrody. <laughs> and that was who we saw in Fatwas. Uh, if Rhodey was captured while in War Machine armor, uh, he would have needed the braces, so the scroll didn't know, or he wouldn't have needed the braces, so the scroll wouldn't know. Uh, either Rhodey set the armor to self-destruct, or it won't work for anyone but him. Makes sense, right? Hmm. Mm. I don't. I don't think that armor would work for a scroll. I don't know. I think Tony's stuff is a little smarter than that maybe i don't know how it works we've we like do they imitate the dna do they imitate the eye if it, if it's just like the eyes do they have the same hmm. eye print or whatever like thumbprint finger like, i don't know how close they're mimicking these people if it's just like facial recognition i bet they can bypass it you know yeah and uh, wouldn't a lot of the scrolls have been blipped away during the blip as well. I mean, it was yeah. everybody. Well, yes, I think that's true. I think what happened is they were all spread out. They never. They, he doesn't clearly say it in the train conversation. He kind of alludes to that they came during the blip. So maybe yeah. there's all this di- diaspora of scrolls spread across the universe, and then suddenly the population is halved, and they already have a lot of people in high places because they've been working for Fury all this time. And so he's like, come here. Taylor's like, come here. We've got a home. Like we can't, we've got to, we've got to, we can't be ourselves here, but we can live here and be safe. And, uh, yeah. and then you've got this contingent that can like, we're done being, you know, second class citizens that don't get to be ourselves, <clears throat> you know? Yeah. Hmm. But yeah, I, so yeah, I don't fully know what Matthew's getting out here with the I, the thing about his legs. Like maybe the scroll wouldn't know, but everyone around Rhodey would know that he was on leg braces. So like, yeah, it doesn't make sense that he would be able to slip into his life if he just came in without leg braces. But hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't seem that everyone around Rhodey is a scroll. Like. Fury has to go to him alone. Like we we talk, we were just talking about that other scroll that had like all those bodyguards that were also scrolls. Uh, right. Well, it was graphic, right? Mm-hmm. No, it was um in the restaurant? No, no, I wasn't talking about that oh. one. I'm talking about the one that uh was the like navy general or whatever that had the teenage son a couple episodes ago. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. With okay. The submarine commander or something. Um, and he was like, don't kill that kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that one had, was surrounded by scroll agents. Rhodey for, I don't know, this may just be my like assessment of the situation, but it seems like Rhodey's alone. And it does make me feel like maybe this Rhodey scroll is, Scrody is in like deeper cover than some of the other scrolls are. Yeah, man. I don't know. No. I don't know. <laughs> it's a lot. I do hope we find out. Maybe next episode will start with a cold open where we'll find out when he... Every episode has started with some sort of flashback almost. So maybe we'll get a flashback about when Scrody started being Scrody. That's true. Mm. Uh, up next, we got Art Heeg uh, says, Hi, beloveds. Oh, dude. I, I like told a couple people about that scene. Like, even so... <laughs> what is it? Did you get what you needed from this life? Even so, like that whole thing. Yeah. I what? Yes, I did. 
What did you want? <laughs> to be beloved <laughs> in the earth, on the earth. To feel myself beloved on the earth. Oh, gosh, it's so good. So freaking okay. good. Uh, it made me cry multiple times this week <laughs> thinking about it. Uh, Art Heeg says, Hi, beloveds. <laughs> I have a question about Scrody. After the dirty bomb explodes in Russia, uh, Rody is called before NATO committee asking why an American operative, Fury, was there. And Rody basically denies any American involvement and protects Fury. But fast forward to now, knowing Rody is a scroll, why would he do that? If the world turned on America and Fury, wouldn't that accomplish what the scrolls want? How do you see the scrody of it all playing into armor wars? Thanks, y'all. Art. Hmm. hmm. I could see them wanting to replace Fury with a scroll. Maybe. Hmm. That's possible. I. I think the answer here is just like Rody was playing his role. Like in public, he still has to play the role of Rody, and so. Right. Rody wouldn't want to admit an American operative was over there. You know, like Rody would want to uh, protect uh, Fury, even though behind the scenes he's using this as an excuse to fire Fury. And even that he's doing kind of through, this, through the proper channels. You know, he had to have a good reason to fire Fury. He didn't just fire right. him willy nilly. So, like, I think that Rody is still having to play at being the real Rody. Until the the this is all accomplished, but clearly he had given away the coordinates for the convoy, and so you know that that in itself, like I don't know, he he's working behind the scenes to uh, undermine while maintaining his cover. It's that whole thing of like when you're undercover, you do things you don't necessarily agree with because you're trying to yeah. maintain your cover. It's a ba it's a weird yeah. balance. And uh, how do we think that Scrody of it all will play into Armor Wars? I don't think he will still be a scroll during Armor Wars. No. I think this might all cause Armor Wars. Yeah, totally. Um, or or some portion of it. Yeah, I agree. And man, I just I'm worried. I'm really worried <laughs> about Marvel right now because like they've been saying a lot of things in the media about like how. Um, uh, they had, uh, they had oversaturated with their TV shows and Disney Plus. How it's been an oversaturation in general, and that's yeah. scary. Uh, for us Marvel lovers, I even saw they might like stream on TV, like just regular TV, the Disney cho shows. I was like, what? Wait, what now? Yeah, I read an article saying that Disney was saying that they might just stream the shows on a right, like not stream them, but put them on TV. But that was like an option that they were talking about. And I'm like, no, just about to get rid of TV. <laughs> hmm. Well, I think that would probably be smart. I, I always say, like, it's one of the things I always uh, complain about with Star Trek. And yes, my weekly talk about Star Trek uh, is that they like, they're only on Paramount Plus right now. So they're just not bringing in new audiences. You mm. know what I mean? Yeah. And ABC is owned by Disney. So they could easily like drop these episodes one time on abc but then also on disney plus at the same time you know yeah uh, or, or drop them a week later or something like that because then you keep the general audiences clamoring for more content and say you delay it a week or two to put it on abc then like everyone's like oh man i want to see that next episode i'm going to start buying disney plus you know yeah that's a good idea um, let us yeah. work for you bob 
<laughs> yeah, come on, Bob. Come on, Mr. Iger. <laughs> Up next, Zion Hodges says, uh, good morning, Matt, Jeff, Hardy, and Ashley. <laughs> Jeff sure. Hardy? All right. Like the Hardy boys? <laughs> Maybe. He's, he's, he is quite the, you know, sleuth. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what were the Hardy boys' names? No idea. And I've read... 500 of those books like when i was a little boy i read lots of those hardy boys books do not remember their names no not at all uh zion continues uh secret invasion is pissing me off uh not because it's a bad show it's not it's really good i think there's an argument to be made for it being one of the better mcu shows my issue is that quite literally every episode is shorter than the last Check D+. It's 50 minutes, 40 minutes, 30 minutes. Is the season finale going to be an 11-minute SpongeBob episode? Truthfully, I am very grateful for the quality of the product, though. I feel like all the shows did that, though. It was like longer, longer, shorter, and then got longer and longer again for the last one. Yeah. Well, the thing about these shows is they're basically six-hour movies most of the time, or four-hour movies or whatever. They're Mm -hmm. not really designed to be episodes, it feels like. You can totally tell at the cuts. Yeah. Sometimes the cuts just don't work. Yeah. We've talked about it the last couple episodes about the Gaia part. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. It just doesn't fit uh, where they make the cuts at all. Um, uh, Continuing on Zion's feedback... uh, I know people don't like the fact that Gaia fake died on a cliffhanger, but we can appreciate that she still basically said, F you, Dad, like rebellious teen after giving Gravik her two weeks' notice. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a type of non-character development that I enjoy. <laughs> I almost Love it. thought, what in the world is this girl going to do with literally no team until I saw Talos get stabbed? Yeah, because now she's obviously going to join up with Fury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And become for sure. our Abigail, which uh, it's like people. I was like, I have been. That was my first red string theory. Is that's who she was going to be, kind of taking over Abigail. Uh, I can't Brand? remember what the last. Yeah, Abigail Brand. I think we talked about that before the show even started. I don't remember what episode mm. it was, but yeah, okay. like I went real into like that's that she's going to be Fury's like new right-hand person moving forward it might yeah. not go that extreme but like abigail brand like I'm, I'm pretty sure she i think she dies in the comics but i don't know i like the idea of her being fury's new right-hand person but it could be a little bit more of a strained relationship a little more forceful with what she wants is i hope for her sake she is you know yeah we don't need another maria hill right and we also don't need another ta- the scrolls don't need another talos talos is right. wonderful uh but he has not gotten the job done. Like he's given Fury everything he wants and never gotten a home for them. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, Zion continues, even though uh, she still doesn't trust Fury and she shouldn't, he's like the world's greatest spy and spies aren't known to be great people. Sure. They have the greater good in mind, but the CIA doesn't overthrow a government by telling them the truth and giving them gifts. The job is all lies and deception, and a large government agency can get away with that forever because they can always blame the entity or blame their boss and remain anonymous. 
But Nick Fury is as powerful as the CIA just being one person. And he's got to deal with the consequences of how he's affected people and aliens personally. Ultimately, though, there's no way Super Gaia and Fury don't begrudgingly team up in the last episode. Totally. Uh Totally agree. Yeah. Continuing, Gaia is officially in the damn, I should have been nice to my dad because he died right after our very bad conversation committee. (laughs) (laughs) And so she'll definitely want to avenge him with fury. Yeah, I Mm. think Zion's right. Like, we're going to have the Gaia graphic super scroll showdown. Yeah, I completely agree. I can't wait. Yeah, man. I agree. And like, yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be good. It's going to be really good. Um, so, And I agree. This show, I'm mad at how short some of the episodes are, but I really do think it's some of the highest quality stuff we've gotten. And just great acting on everybody's part and great character development all around. So Love it. I do love it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, guys, I would love to continue taking more and more feedback, but uh, we had some stuff happen here at the house that I edited out, but I've got to run and take care of some... Uh, uh, catastrophes that I've got to deal with. <laughs> home ownership, uh, home ownership, and repairs and craziness over here. Um, <laughs> we'll be back soon, though. Um, and uh, thanks for joining us. Peace. Until next time, true believers. Thank you for joining us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, and a special thanks to all of our subscribers at Patreon.com/slash/MCUcast. You make this show possible. And a huge shout out to both, that's right, there's two of them now, Illuminati-tier patrons, Walter Kreisky III and Lieutenant Bongo. Thank you, guys. If you want to find all of our fine Stranded Panda podcasts, go to strandedpanda.com. And for a video version, check out youtube.com slash strandedpanda. And if you want to take part in our live streams, go to twitch.tv slash strandedpandatv.